0: and the community from Main Street to the world. We welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God. Come on, give the Lord praise everybody in the house. Come on and bless his name. God bless you. Have a smile
1: upon you. Get your Bibles, everybody, and remain standing if you're in the sanctuary with me. And let's go to the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 30. Deuteronomy chapter number 30. We're going to begin reading at the 15th verse, and as a companion scripture, the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10, and verse number 10. Deuteronomy, chapter 30, and notice, if you would, verse number 15, hallelujah, Deuteronomy chapter 30, and verse 15, see... I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil, in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, and that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away so that thou wilt not hear, thou shalt be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the earth, whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that thou and thy seed may live, that thou may love the Lord thy God, that thou mayest obey his voice, that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Gospel of St. John chapter number 10 and verse number 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life. Somebody shout life. And that they might have it more abundantly. Tell somebody as you take your seat, I choose life glory, I choose life. I choose life. Perhaps the harshest reality that most of us face is that in so many respects, the quantity and the quality of life is a function of the choices that we make. Some things happen without warning. Some things happen without um, our knowledge. And there are some people that find themselves in bad situations and there was nothing they could do to prevent it. We watched in horror the horrible tragedy in Surfside, Florida. People asleep in their apartment and suddenly the building collapses. Only a few people were able to escape. One woman, and it had to have been the Lord, said something woke her up at two in the morning and she grabbed what she could and ran for her life. And as soon as she escaped the building, the building collapsed. And, but everybody was not blessed. And so they're still excavating, trying to retrieve the bodies and the belongings of those people who perished. We're in a situation where we've been in a pandemic for now close to 16 months, 18 months, I guess, moving in that number. And so many passed away. So I believe some people died even before we knew what COVID was because I think it was here before we knew it was here. And then we separated, we restricted, we shut things down, we did everything we could to protect ourselves. And then, lo and behold, here's a vaccine. And at a time, and I wanna put this in context because there are countries, I minister throughout the Caribbean, and there are countries that are waiting for for the vaccine. I was talking to one of the um, pastors in Trinidad, and he shared with me that I asked him, had the vaccines from the states arrived, they said, we can't get those. They've been reserved for the elite and the upper echelon. So I said, well, what are you doing? We're taking the vaccine from China. And so they're taking the China vaccine and hoping that that has a level of efficacy. But then we have people where you can go to Walmart and get vaccinated. You can go to Walgreens and get vaccinated. And then there are some people that for whatever their reasons, and I'm not here to be critical of anybody, have chosen not to receive it. When there is a virus that is more contagious and perhaps more lethal than the original COVID, and yet they will face it without protection. And then they have the nerve to say, I ain't wearing a mask either. Now, if you get COVID in the States in this season, that's almost a matter of choice because there's available remedies. And too many people, out of stubbornness, or pride, or arrogance, or politics, I'm so afraid they're gonna die. But then they won't die by chance this time. They'll die by choice. Because if you have a remedy, and you choose to ignore the remedy, then you can't say that I was just unlucky, come on somebody, or just unfortunate. Some of us, and I'm, I'm going to talk about me, because before COVID, there were other diseases that were completely preventable. I, I looked at a picture of myself. Somebody was trying to wish me happy birthday. They picked out a fat picture of Bishop Davis. I mean, it was a fat picture. I, I said, oh, my God. They don't, I said, "I said you don't love me. To put a picture like this on social media, I was huge in that picture. And, and I laughed about it, but... That was, if I could be transparent, the cause of a number of issues I'm battling back right now. And when I got sick, I laid in the hospital. It's been almost eight years ago. I laid in the hospital, and the first thing I had to do, I'm going to talk about me, is I had to repent for not taking care of my temple. Come on, somebody. We can't blame the devil sometimes for diabetes because I ate every pound of it. Come on, somebody. I ate every pound of it, I, I was a compulsive eater, I was a late night eater, I'd get up at, I mean, my, my, my wife would go to bed and I thought I was going on third shift because I went up and down the stairs all night long, meeting with my friends, Ben and Jerry, come on somebody, hallelujah, and Ben and Jerry did me in. And I can't blame the devil for my affliction. I gotta take responsibility for that. Some of us are dealing with choices, if you, Some of us are in poverty because life just has not been good to us. But some of us had opportunities that we squandered. Come on, somebody. You get paid and you go shopping. Instead of paying your rent, you're supposed to get evicted. Okay, y'all don't want to hear this message. That's all right. Ain't no point in trying to get a prayer through when you got paid. The miracle was payday. Come on, somebody. Supposed to pay your bills, supposed to meet your notes, supposed to meet your obligations. And then if you're short, God will make a way. But but, but don't sit here and not do what you're supposed to do. And then say, I need the Lord to step in and work on my behalf. I'm, the point I'm making is... That we blame people, we blame circumstances, we blame situations, or we evade responsibility. But in so many cases, we are who we are and we are where we are because of choices. Choices. Then somebody would say, well, Bishop, what about the sovereign will of God? And yes, God has a perfect will, but he gives humanity the ability to choose. And, and, and other than the animals, every creature God created, he created with free will. The angels, although they were created for the worship of God, were given free will. That's why Satan was able to decide, I'm going to challenge God for the authority of heaven. And sadly enough, he deceived a third of the angelic host to have the audacity to attack God. But it was a matter of choice. God has a perfect will, but he's given us choice. And consequently, every individual must choose. Somebody say choose. Whether you were born in the street or born in the church, the day comes when you have to do what? Choose. Whether you lived around sinners or lived around saints all of your life, the day comes when you have to do what? Choose. And you have to first of all acknowledge that There is a will of God. Anybody believe there's a will of God? There's a perfect will of God. There's something God wants and he wants for everybody. But you have to choose the will of God. And I need to say something that some people don't want to hear, but I'm going to say it anyhow. God's not going to make you do anything. And so if you are waiting for God to make you be nice, he ain't going to make you be nice. He'll let you be that same hateful person you've always been. Until you choose. God's not going to make you give up habits that are ungodly and unhealthy. You know, somebody said, well, Bishop, I'm trying to give up smoking. Well, stop buying them. Come on, somebody. Because cigarettes don't follow nobody home. They don't give them away. Y'all ain't saying nothing. They don't give them away. And so the first step is just stop buying them. You stop buying them, you'll stop. That's the first step to stop smoking. Just stop buying them. You say, Well, well, Bishop, I'm trying to give up these ungodly relationships. Well, stop calling him. Hmm. Hmm. That felt just like a brick. Y'all just He ain't calling you, you calling him. Lord help us. Well, I just want to see how he's doing. Why? He's not yours. He belonged to somebody else. You the side chick, and you know you the side chick. <laughs> but you keep calling. And, and you say, I, and I want to get loose, but if you stop calling, he going to call somebody else. Come on, somebody. And if he calling, stop answering. You don't answer the bill, collectors. Lord, help me. I'm preaching hard today. You got to acknowledge that there is a will of God. There is something that God wants. There is something that God requires. And you should be searching for the will of God. And then when you find the will of God, you've got to do what? Follow the will of God. Jeremiah said, stand in the way. Ask, where is the old path? And when you find it, walk what? Therein. Understand that everybody doesn't know the will of God. And sometimes you have to say, Lord, show me what your will is. And when he shows you, the first thing he's going to say is pick up the Bible. Come on, somebody. Everybody wants Raymond; Nobody wants Logos. Y'all know rhema is that tailor-made word. You want somebody to call you out, prophesy to you, tell you how long your toes are and what color your eyes are and all that stuff. So you know God is speaking to you and God is already speaking out of his word. And then once he gives you the logos, then there are tailor-made words for your life. But when you hear the word of God, when you know the will of God, you've got to start to follow the will of God, and then the last piece is you have to do what? Obey the will of God. Now, obedience for everybody is a struggle, okay? Y'all, okay, yeah. my sanctified folk don't believe that. Okay, if you would be honest, there have always been things that God wanted you to do that you did easily. And then there were some things that God wanted you to do that you struggled with. I need an honest witness in this house. There's some things, if I can be really honest, that after 45 years of being saved, I still struggle with. Somebody be honest with me in here. But if it's the will of God, I have to pray for the capacity to do the will of God. Still got flesh, still got emotions, still got feelings. Stuff still gets on my nerves. Come on, somebody. Some people still make me want to snap. Y'all ain't, okay. Okay, y'all, y'all the holy folk in here. Okay, I got you. And there are times when I'm at the edge that I say, Lord, if you don't help me, I'm going to catch a charge today. But, Lord, you're going to help me to get through this. Ain't trying to go to jail. Ain't got no bail money today. So, Lord, you got to help me. To get through this. And most of all, help me because it's your will that I do this. The Lord said something to me years ago that I always remember, and that is God's will is always possible. It's not always easy, but it's always possible. And in order to choose the will of God, you have to confront the distractors. That work against the will of God. And there are two primary distractors I want to focus on. The first distractor is my own flesh. Mm -hmm. Everybody just slap your hand. It's there, it's there, it's there. My own flesh. My own flesh gets in the way of me doing the will of God. And, and, And you know what? If I listen to my flesh, my flesh will make everything I want to do sound reasonable. Come on, somebody. My flesh will tell me, I need this. I've got to have this. It's not bo- I'm not bothering anybody doing this. But the scripture says there's a way that seemeth right. Be very careful about self-justification that's when I reason my way into justifying my behavior. I'm like this because I was raised like this. I'm like this because my daddy was like this. My mama was like this. But if, but, but if your mama was a sinner, all they did was pass sin on in their DNA. And if it is sin, there's blood for the sin. Somebody help me say this today. So don't rationalize. The, the, the worst thing you can do is rationalize your way out of repentance and, and justify your behavior when you know your behavior is against the will of God. Have the guts to say, Lord, I'm not doing right, but have mercy on me. That's the best thing you can do. When you start trying to justify, you know you can justify almost anything. You can, if, if, if you, that, that, that human mind is so... Tricky. That if you spin it around in your head long enough, you will find a way to not only say that it's right, but it's the will of God. Come on, somebody. This, 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 This man ain't my husband, but it's the will of God that we be together. God wouldn't have let us meet. Don't you know Satan makes appointments too? So you can justify anything. To satisfy your flesh. The second distractor is Satan himself because he wants to distract and destroy your connection to God's will for your life. A couple of Sundays ago the anointing was moving in the service and some of you heard me say God is going to restore everything that was taken. Anybody remember that? But I didn't tell you what I saw, and some of you might have thought I lost my mind because I hollered, stop thief. Because what I saw, even as God was speaking, was Satan robbing the people of God of what God was trying to do. So I screamed out, stop thief, because there are some people where God's trying to bless you, but the enemy is constantly robbing you of what God is trying to do in your life. Every time he moves on you, every time he refreshes you, every time he anoints you, there is the devil standing right beside you to rob you of what God is trying to do. And I came to call the enemy out. Stop thief. Stop robbing the people of God of their promises. Stop robbing the people of God. The thief cometh not. The only reason why the devil shows up is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's why you can't entertain the devil. Okay, okay, okay. You say, what you mean, Bishop? There's some of us entertaining the devil. We actually invite him to the cookout and wonder why. Not only is the food gone, but your money is gone too because you invited him to the cookout. You know, I, <laughs> I'm gonna tell this story. When my mother died, some of the saints came by my house to bring dinner, and, and somebody volunteered to help clean up after dinner. And, and, and I wasn't, my appetite was a little bit iffy, so I didn't eat, but I knew there were at least two chicken breasts. In the bucket when it left the table. Come on, somebody. And so I got up about eight o'clock, went downstairs, and somebody who was cleaning up put my chicken breast in their car. <laughs> and my chicken breast was at their house. You can't let everybody clean up. Come on, somebody. Cause some folks think clean up means pick up thief and every time the Lord is trying to bless you, Satan is somewhere nearby to clean up what God is pouring into your life but I came to expose the enemy right now and to say in the name of Jesus, you will not rob me this time. You stole my joy. You stole my peace. You stole my contentment. But I'm taking it all back and I will not let you rob me again. Can't be robbed again. So in this text, Moses is giving a farewell address to the generation that will possess the promised land. Now this is an unusual scenario because this Virtually all of the people Moses was talking to were either children when they left Egypt or they were born in the wilderness. And so as I was reading this, the Lord told me to specifically address our young people, our young adults, even those that may be watching. Because God has anointed you to inherit what the saints labored to produce. And I don't know if our young people fully understand the spiritual heritage that God has imparted. I don't like talking like this because when I talk like this, I feel like I've gotten old. But I turned 55 this week, so I guess I can't say I'm a young preacher anymore. All right, so I'm going to talk to you as a spiritual father that God has imparted some things into your life. That the enemy wants to rob you, even though you were born in some difficult circumstances. And I need—I I, I know we say this sometimes, that the young people didn't have it hard, but you don't understand that they've dealt with some things very different than what you dealt with or I dealt with growing up. They have grown up in a reality that has no absolutes, no standards, no positions. Everybody just kind of feels their way through. And when they struggle, even in their faith, it's because they've been exposed to so much. And the fact that in this secular humanistic society that somebody 25 got the Holy Ghost is something everybody ought to be praising God for. Somebody under 30 got saved. Somebody who is not perhaps raised in the church environment is living for God. I'm looking at the young folk in the back. I'm looking at these young couples across the sanctuary and I'm thanking God that everybody didn't choose to go to hell. Somebody decided no they're not perfect. No they're not everything that we think they're supposed to be. But thank God that they're still here. God brought them through abuse. God brought them through neglect. God brought them through some things. If you would sit and talk to them, they have been through hell and high water but the fact that they're still standing in the house of God is a reason to celebrate the goodness and the mercy of God and let me tell you young people God has preserved you for such a time as this if the devil had his way you'd have committed suicide at 16 but God held you if the devil had his way, you would have been incarcerated before you were 25. But God had a plan for your life. If the enemy had had his way, he would have destroyed you by the family connections that you were exposed to. But thank God he allowed you to survive. I need a young person right now to give God your praise because you survived. People don't know because you don't look like it. You got your bling bling on and you look good on Sunday. But if they knew your story, they would understand why you dance, why you run, why you shout. I've been through hell and high water but he's a keeper he's a keeper don't let these tired cranky folks silence your praise and say you make too much noise in church and you only make that noise cause you're young if you had been through what some of these young people have been through, you'd understand why they run. If you had been through what some of these people have been through, you'd understand why they scream. Because the enemy did everything he could to destroy them before they got here. But thank God they made it anyhow struggling, scarred, bruised, but they made it anyhow. Came through the desert, but they made it anyhow. Came through hell and high water, but they made it anyhow. Anybody can testify to that, that it was through many dangers, toils, and snares. I've already come, but it was grace. <laughs> it was grace that brought me. It was grace that kept me. It was grace that held on to me. It was grace that sustained me. Somebody that knows you came through the desert but you came by grace. Come on, open your mouth. Shout hallelujah. He brought you through. I'm not finished. My time is up. But he brought you through. Oh, shut Come on, testify to somebody. Say he brought me through. Oh God, you don't know my story. Don't judge my praise until you know my story. Don't assess my testimony until you know my story. Because if you knew where the Lord brought me from, you'd understand that whenever I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, Hallelujah. I praise God. Any praises in the house? I praise God. Anybody delivered in the house? I praise God. And it's not just the young folk, but some of us older folk, got a testimony. I know where I came from, and if the devil had had his way, I would have died in the wilderness. I'd have lost my mind in the wilderness, but he kept me Oh my God, look at somebody say he kept me, hell tried to get me, but he kept me, demons attacked me, but he kept me, hell raised, my family fell apart, but he kept me, folk lied on me, but he kept me, I was abused, but he kept me, I was abused, but he kept me, I was given up, but he kept me, But he kept me I was misunderstood But he kept me And now that I'm here I choose life Now that I've made it I choose life Now that I've come through hell High water I choose life I won't die I refuse to die I refuse to die But I still refuse to die. I lost loved ones. I lost friends. I lost associates. I lost family. But I refuse to die. I refuse to lay down. I refuse to give up. if God helps me, I need a survivor To give God The glory I need a survivor Where are the survivors Where are the survivors Where are the survivors You don't know Like I know What the Lord Has done for me Where are the survivors Open your mouth Open your mouth Give God Lord, open your mouth. Hey, look at somebody and say, I don't look like it, but I'm a survivor. I don't look like it, but I'm a survivor. I know you can't tell it, but I'm a survivor. Shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! Shout, hallelujah. Come on stand. Come on. Hesha Tomate. Hey. Sato Reboski. Dikar Rebos Sato Nama. Hey, 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 shato nama. Hey, shato nama. I'ma survive him. You better praise him. Cause you survived. You better glorify him. Because you survived. You better bless him because you survived hey hey why should I praise him because I'm still alive why should I praise him because I'm still alive the dead can't praise him he tried to kill you he tried to kill your children. he tried to kill your anointing But the devil is a liar. I'm alive. I'm alive. Till I open my mouth. I'm alive. Till I lift my hands. I'm alive. Oh God. Oh God. I need every survivor to give God your best praise. I need every survivor to give God your best praise. I need every survivor. 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 oh God praise. I'm not done. I'll work on this some more later. Oh, shut number. Oh. But I feel a survivor praise in the house. (laughs) I feel a survivor praise in refuge temple. I ain't gonna stop you. If you know God brought you through it, you ought to give him the glory for it. If you know God brought you through it. You want to dance about it. If you know God brought you through it, you want to chat about it. He brought me. 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 Go. trying to hold up the service, but I got a place. Look where he brought me from. Look what he's done in my life. Look where he lifted me from. you survive because he's got something for you. Oh, God let you survive because he's got something for you. What you came through should have destroyed you, but God let you survive because he's got something. I have not seen, ear, have not heard, neither has it entered the heart of Awesome. beside you and tell them, I survived because a miracle is coming into my life. I survived because a miracle, a miracle
0: is coming into my life. I hope that you were blessed by this broadcast today. If you desire prayer or want more information about our church, please call us at 336-570-3664. Again, that's 336-570-3664. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www.RefugeTempleNC.com. Again, that's www.RefugeTempleNC.com. That's info at refugetemplenc.com. God bless you. And until next time, shalom, shalom.